Digital Diner, and I'm really proud to have in the studio with me today, not one, not two, not three, but four fabulous experts on modern life because, hey, I got to admit it, I may be a pundit, I may be the major D, but I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's too big and it's too broad for me. My experts today include Peter Savat, who is uh, a professor of the future at Solid, Solid State, State University. University. And yeah, where, the, is, where is Solid State well, University? Well, the university hasn't actually been built yet. Yeah. Uh, that's part of the, of course, the whole... Because it's in it. the future. Yeah, it's a virtual idea. It's, it's a, it used to be Blacktop U where they taught, you know, parking and driving. It's out there in the barrel burial ground where they used to have to put the whiskey barrels. It's, the, the it's that level part outside of Champaign, Illinois now it's called Flat, Flat, Cha Champaign. Flat Champaign, Illinois. And with us also is um, a Professor Beatrice Blueferth. Is that correct? Bluefirth, yes. You yeah. can call me Dr. B. All right, Dr. B, and you're a professor of? I am a professor of academia. At where? Oh, at the University of California. Well, uh, which University of California? Well, all the campuses, actually. <laughs> all right. And next I migrate. <laughs> you do? Yes. <laughs> oh, what a bird. And next to her, Mrs. Marv Mendenhall? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah. And you're representing just about everybody that lives in the future, don't you? Well, yes, I'm just a housewife, but you know, we have a lot of things to put up with, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so now I live in Van Nuys, which is just outside Los Angeles. Uh -huh. Van Nuys? Yeah. Yeah. Were, were yeah. you badly hit by the earthquake? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I'm, I'm coming through, you know. <laughs> It's like they say, you know, I hate myself, but I don't get down about it. Oh, uh -huh. thank you, Mrs. Yeah. Marv. We'll be right back to you. And next to her, uh, Dr. Mimi Miney. And yes. you're a new age psychologist, doctor. I like to think of myself not as a psychologist, but as a controller. As a controller? Yes, I am the author of the bestseller, I Did It My Way, and you can too. Principles of the New Control. Ah, controller. Well, mm -hmm. we'll be back to that in just a second. Here's the question. Here's the question I'm facing. I need some way for you folks to let me in on what's happening. Modern life's too fast, too complex for me. The mm. future has me scared. Can, mm. Ooh, 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 yes. me, uh, me. Yes, uh, Professor um, Sabat. I use an illustration in my class, which is, of course, a virtual class. There's virtually nobody there. <laughs> We're trying to develop smart pills, in fact, that they can just, like, take a pill orally, or if they're auditing the class, they can sit and sleep in the back and use the suppository. <laughs> but I open, thank you, I open all of my uh, lectures with this, this quote. Nonsense Mythos, who was, a, of course, a very famous Greek philosopher back in 386 B.C., before comedy, said, and I think this really sums it up for you, Peter, say zitame parakalo, Ehume ena problema technico. I ate that once in a Greek restaurant. Well, I basically, it means we'll be right back once we solve these technical problems. I think that just about says it, even today, don't you? Well, oh, I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah I the technical problems are very hard because, you know, my, my boy, Marv Jr., he's only 10, we've already had to have his thumbs reconstructed. He had Game Boy thumbs, you oh, know? That's right. Uh -huh. yeah. an example yeah. of yeah. Really? Yeah. Or as and we say, Nintendo. That's Nintendo. And he's already, uh, he was uh, into Super Mario Brothers and the Sonic Hedgehog and the Street Fighter too. so we've already had to have uh, the Sega Tunnel Syndrome taken oh, care of sad. on both of his. Wrist, so. I actually had thumb surgery myself, without anesthetic, of course. Ooh, because of the control factor. Oh, of course. You know, you, you needn't let modern life get out of hand. You know, you can make life come crawling to you on its knees. There's really no reason for you to feel overwhelmed. Well, I well, do, Well, they though. say don't let it push your buttons, but that's all we do all day, it seems, as though I'm always pushing that microwave to, to, to do something. There you are. see? There uh -huh. it is. Yeah. There's so, always something between us and what we call, laughingly, <laughs> reality. Well, what's the <laughs> academic take on this, uh, well, Dr. Blueforth? Actually, I think 
Mr. Bergman, that you're asking the wrong question. You're asking about the modern world, and I think you should be talking about the post-modern world, because, you see, you are, uh, looks like you're not too many years away from early retirement, and <laughs> I think that you have to give the youth a shot at it. The youth are the answer. You know, let them figure oh, it out. What are you talking about? The X generation? I mean, they just want to X everything out, don't look, they? Look, look, look. <laughs> we have taken enough away from them. Give them our future. They're going to be paying our social well, like security. To give them something. Well, that's a good point. She's got a good point there, I think. About, about I, I think that also that braces one of the other problems, which I think everybody here would agree with, overpopulation. And that's why I have this sign that I've been walking in front of, which is stop uh, uh, making babies. I think this would solve all of the problem over the abortion confusion, all of that. Just stop making babies, then you'd have to kill anything. But then there'll be no what do you think about the schools? Right. Well, well that's other a words, good point, too. In other words, it's make war, not babies, because well, war like, always yes. takes place. Yeah, yeah, I have a late adolescent daughter, <clears throat> and, well, we, we're not sure about whether she's adolescent or not, because she's uh, been an anorexic gymnast uh, ever oh. since she was oh. nine, you oh. see. So she really hasn't had onset of menses yet. We're hoping, oh. we're hoping that she'll be giving progeny at some time her life but now she wants to be a skater because she thinks she'll get a movie deal out of it and i'm i don't know what to do with her this I is just that don't pms know. the postmodernist syndrome yeah. that so one of the things was up you can't tell you what sex. to do with her you just send her mm. to your guidance counselor that's why god you invented can't him. get a movie deal as a skater unless you're lucky enough to get hit in the knee i mean this is oh. a tough life that's what overwhelms yes. me you're right I'm, I'm i'm only 30 or 40 years away from retirement and i'm already afraid of being too old for the business too old for the singles bars, you know, too old for the gym. I'm afraid to take my top off in public. What am I going to do with Well, with you don't have to. Life? You haven't got any hair. <laughs> no, my, my husband, Marv Sr., has a polyblend eczema that I'm working on. You know, he has it up around his neck from his uh, shirts. Oh, so I put gosh. some of that thigh cream on it, you yeah. know. It and then his, his neck got so tiny. <laughs> None of his shirts fit anymore. Well, what that must uh -huh. make could the perspective use it as a of third his head sleeve. quite hideous. What a third sleeve. Yes. There's a modern answer. I'm not worried so much about the post-modern period as yeah. I am about the post-modem period. Because ah, I don't point. know how to deal with all of this electronic giggle-gaggle that I'm constantly being confronted with. I don't yes. want to sit down with a simple 800-page novel and just lose myself in Thomas Mann. But I can't. I have to get into MTV, and I don't uh, even you know, know what those initials stand yes, for. I think that you could even have enough control that you could actually broadcast a radio show without the use of all this equipment. Ooh, now that would simply. We'd have them. to shout real loud, though, wouldn't we? You I do it through the power of your mind. You know, you do have, you contain all There's the power in the universe. Us, yes. And even if you don't, it feels good to think so, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I'm screaming in my mind all the time. Listen, Nobody MTV, hears me. MTV is a mighty tiresome video as far as I'm concerned, because it made, it's the same thing over and over and over again. So now they even make fun of themselves, and that's the only way you can do it. Exploit yourself to the limit, is what I say, and this then beyond. True. This is true. And then you sell know, that as a series. You know, you should never change anything you love about yourself. Isn't that true? Oh, yes. May I get down on my knees? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you can uh, never love anything in somebody else that you can't change, either. Whatever she said. Well, it sounds very modern to me, but still, the, the crux of the problem yes. is that I get up in the morning and I feel... That's good. Even I know, that's a start. Yes, I did. Good, yeah. There were years when I never got up. Ooh, that's mm. true. But now that I'm getting up in the Your morning... Your wife was happy about that, I hear. She was. She said she never had a better time than when I stayed in bed and never moved and never spoke and just ate, you know, Beeler's soup and a little bit of mint tea. Another your, life. I don't want to talk about Beach it. Boys period, wasn't yeah, it? Was my, yeah. that, was, that was my Beach Ball period. In actually. my room, I believe, was written... Uh, in my room. Just a mistake, yes.
well, and a Blumoff. I wrote a Blumoff again and again in my mind. No, but the point, you know, the fact is, I feel I have to get up earlier every day just not to lose touch. I feel that if I do, if I get up at five o'clock in the morning, I'm still yeah. behind. So I get up at four o'clock in the morning, I still feel behind. Now I don't get any sleep, and I still feel behind. I, I, I'm really getting really uptight over this whole thing, and I need some sort of real help. And I thought you experts might be able to give me if some you, sort of nostrum. You if like you could troubled, just talk faster, I think you could that, get that, more that's, done in yeah, a day. Very good point. You sound like you a very troubled up, kind of an email. You know what I mean? An email. Yeah. That's yeah. what I am. There's well, a he man. Now there's emails. I have to take another point of view. I think you should just coast. Coast. Rest on your laurels. Just hang out. You know, you know I tried resting on my laurels. They're sharp. There are thorns oh, in those little you. suckers. I've got wounds from oh, yeah. resting on my laurels. Oh, what Good kind of laurels do you have? Well, and coast. You say coast. coast. I live. I live on the coast. You, you know, maybe I should yeah. buy coast. Oh, in other words, maybe I should make a fool of myself and feel behind the times, both in Los Angeles and New York. I don't believe it's a good time to buy anything, especially when we're talking about real estate. It's not as real as it used to be. But if you go ahead and die, then you, your spirit could go back and forth and you'd be bi-ghostal. Ooh, <gasps> death, death may be the only... Well, I, perhaps, perhaps death is a way to enter the modern world without losing a real sense of identity. Well, I'd like to talk like this for at least another five minutes, but we don't have the time. We've got to wrap it up. Well, I if you get up earlier, you can you can get by behind. We all should have talked faster. I want to thank Peter Sabat and Miss Marv Mendenhall, Dr. Meany Mining Professor Beatrice Bluford, for helping me as best they can with this very, very thorny problem. Dr. Canidia. All right, so here we are back on Digital Diner, and we're getting ready for some very, very interesting material. Material about something that is so completely modern, it leaves everything else behind. And we're talking here about virtual reality. Yes, I do have trouble dealing with the futurist as much as I do with the future, but what bothers me the most is this concept of virtual reality. I mean, what's all this brouhaha? about virtual reality. Isn't that what we've been living in for the past 30 years? I mean, you, you get your take on reality from the tube, dude, and you're on the virtual reality needle, but good. So you don't have to don a virtual reality helmet to stick your head in the sand. So times have changed, and the phony Cold War has melted down away, and hey, you just can't trick foreign dictators into a desert set-piece video game-style war and knock out their tanks and soldiers like so many rasters on a monitor. So it's time to live the good old colonial life and the sanctity of our local arcades. Uh, if we all have the green, we can live it right at home. The virtual reality world will be the last refuge for the large clip gun freaks who are being denied the city streets as a gun range. Now you can turn on intruder at the door and blow away the postman when he sticks around too long at your mailbox. So instead of taking out your trash, now you can take out bogeys at 40,000 feet and watch the poor virtual bandit flame out over the landscape of your choice. Well, all forms of alienation, and modern life to me is verfremdung, it is alienation, are a subset of virtual reality. Anything that keeps us from connecting as real people is part of the virtual reality scam. Again, we face the real possibility of losing our educated culture in the front of a video screen. Perhaps less imagination leaks out as you kickbox an anonymous street criminal into digital nowhere, but the cumulative effect is almost as frightening. People as mechanisms 
as part of the human social game are more complex, more daunting, and more challenging than anything the game designers can imagine. We must practice the human game if we are to make any real progress. There are no top ten scores lists for those who do well in the real people arena, and the gratification, if that's what it really is, is not as immediate. But think of the world we'll be building if we trade itchy finger video games for the subtle interplay of person to person. Well, our own toys have rendered our thinking childish. Not the remarkable freshness of a child, but the immature inability to connect our immediate actions with their consequences. Take off the helmet and smell the sense of disaster all around you. Turn off the machine and listen to nature groaning under the impossible requirements upon her marvelous but delicate body. Pull the plug and start to live. There are better games inside your head than in any penny arcade. You can be the winner and all of us can win along with you.